Good evening, hushlings, and welcome. I present your preceptors to the underbelly of the void, the whispers of conjecture, and the known of the unknown. Thus begins the conclave of the Hush Hush Society. Our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside this world. And yet, I ask you, is not an alien force already among us? The gravest error a thinking person can make is to believe that one particular version of history is absolute fact. History is recorded by a series of observers, none of whom are impartial. RF-4 jets spotted and took photographs of a huge carving in the desert over a thousand feet across. No tire tracks and no footprints. The Germans had a settlement on the moon, they had a settlement on Mars, and they were doing this as early as 1939. Between the age of 16 and 17 years old, I was transported to the moon, and after 20 years, I was age regressed back in time and then returned to civilian life. Extraterrestrial spacecraft have appeared over nuclear missile installations and have completely powered them down. We put together programs that went all the way out into the galaxy, not just this galaxy. According to some estimates, we cannot track $2.3 trillion in transactions. This money is going into underground military bases and secret space programs with technology far beyond what many of us could even realize. Everything we learn is designed to program our minds away from the truth. Greetings, hushlings. Welcome back to the Hush Hush Society Conspiracy Hour. Where we journey into the world of conspiratorial mysteries and dark truths. I'm Declassified Dave. And I'm Mystery Mike. And we're joined, as always, by our fellow astronaut, Slick Frog Sanders. Hey, Slick Frog Sanders here. Dudes, what's up? Blasting off. Living the dream. Can't wait for this one. Let's get it. Let's get it. Well, I don't know if I'm living my dream. I'm living somebody's dream. (laughs) This week for Debriefing 32, we are hitching a ride through space and joining a few non-terrestrial officers aboard a ship of the secret space program or alleged secret space program, we explore the notion that we have been moving about our solar system far longer than NASA has led us to believe. Join us on this interstellar mission. But before we board that rocket, make sure to follow us on all our social medias. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And let us not forget about the official website, of the Hush Hush Society Conspiracy Hour, www.hushhushsociety.com. Where you can find all of our episodes, blogs, some news, you can drop a review, and buy us a coffee. <laughs> yes, buy us a coffee. We need coffee. You can also hit us up at contact at hushhushsociety.com if you have any topics you want us to discuss. You want to drop us a line and say, hey, guys, really enjoy the show. You're doing a great job. Or you want to berate us. And lastly, Hushlings, HushHushSociety.com is the only place where you can purchase the drippiest of the drip, Hush Hush Apparel. 
Speaking of Hush Hush Apparel, we are going to be having some new designs coming out. We have been working feverishly to get some new stuff out. We're going to swap some old stuff out of the store, bring in some new designs, new t-shirts, new hoodies, uh, stuff of that sort. So stay tuned. We will let you in on all that jazz. And just one more thing to hit before we get into this episode. Do not forget, November 1st. We are dropping our Patreon. We've been working on our tiers. I know previously we said we would do $2 and $5, but Patreon tells us different that we should do a $3 tier and $5 tier. So it'll be $3 and $5. I'm sorry we lied to you, but it's going to be interesting. I hope you boys are ready for that. Oh, very excited. For small creatures such as we, the vastness is bearable only through love. Carl Sagan. American astronomer, planetary scientist, astrophysicist, astrobiologist, and author. An amazing man. The gravest error any thinking person can make is to believe that one particular version of history is absolute fact. History is written by its observers. Frank Herbert, an American science fiction author, wrote Dune. I love Dune. Releasing nuclear weapons actually generate a friction through space and through the, quote, cosmic web, which could have triggered the attention of some extraterrestrial races, much like we did in World War II. There are reports throughout the U.S., Russia, and the U.K. at nuclear missile sites where Minutemen missiles have been disabled by UFOs, as well as other high-tech systems near the silos. We talked about that previously where UFOs were seen outside of missile silos and like kind of shooting some sort of beams. infrared laser. Yep. Yeah, like beams that were shutting down the silos. Yeah. This is something that we've explored previously. I forget the episode. I think we talked about that with Mark O'Connell. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We got into a little bit when we were talking about the TNT site of like Mothman and different cryptids yep. and stuff like that. It is very interesting that they are paying so much attention to our nuclear facilities, but it would make sense if you're some far off race of aliens that's trying to help us evolve or reach the next level or go interplanetary that you would want to stop us from destroying each other first mm -hmm. well yeah I mean, we have the capability of blowing up like every inner planet the solar system with the arsenal that every country has it's absurd yeah we were talking about that the other day yep everybody keeps building up these nuclear arsenals and keeps building up these nuclear missiles and can never understand what the outcome was supposed to be where you shoot off one missile we sh shoot off 10 missiles they shoot off 20 missiles and by the end of it all we're all dead yeah yeah there's just no way around it sadness now, it is proposed a secret space program that has been in existence since even before World War II. And it seems unimaginable, but could we have been working alongside extraterrestrials to protect the fate of our solar system, possibly? Or our entire galaxy? Or even our entire place in space-time? Huge questions. It's an interesting proposition. We talked, again, previously about how... We were part of some sort of galactic federation when Israel, I think it was an Israeli minister that said that, yep. that we were part of a galactic federation. And then you see that we're working on all these different rocket tests and trying to get to Mars and trying to really expand ourselves out into space. If we were in a situation where we were in contact with an alien race from another galaxy or multiple races, it harks back to this old 
question that we always ask, why would the government hide that from us? If you have this ability to speak with an extraterrestrial race, why wouldn't you want humankind to know about that? Why wouldn't you want the brightest minds and scientists and philosophers and everyone to know about that so that we could all work together as kind of a conglomerate to get us off this planet into other planets and other galaxies. I feel like if the government was working with extraterrestrials that they should let us in on that and it should just be like this one big think tank that is worldwide. Yeah, I mean, you would think. It just doesn't make sense. I understand maybe you're trying to control the people from kind of going crazy about it, but at the same time, there is a certain point that hoopla would die down and we would be able to say, okay, there's extraterrestrials here. We're working with them. We're going to be better. It might even make us come together in a way. That's my biggest argument on it is like, man, we fight over the dumbest shit and we could totally do so much better. I think you and I have had the conversation, even if there was a comet fragment and we get smacked with it and it sets us back 10 years. The same thing happened after 9-11, though, mm. where the country really came together and for a few years we were really good. Yeah. Strictly the U.S. But even, even other countries had reached out and felt our pain and commiserated with us about 9-11. Following 9-11, that was when this country was more unified than ever. And now you look at today, we are so far off from that. Not that one event, but that was one of the main events in a long succession of events in the last 20 years that has brought us to the point that we're at now. You have the ray of sunshine coming out yeah. after a whole really bad disaster and then all of a sudden it just steady decline to 2021 to where we're at the most divided probably we've been in i don't know 80 years also to bring it more down to earth <laughs> the powers that be that control the world and control different countries and control all the power that doesn't serve them a unified planet a unified people does not serve their end game so of course the people that are in power and the people that control everything they don't want us to be unified like that because then they'll lose money and they'll lose the control over us also it's the fact that if there is a secret space program it's one probably fully militarized and then two it's only for like the top elite to repopulate and get off they're building an arc yeah but with rich people fuck man seems legit <laughs> it's one greedy planet that's gonna exist <laughs> Operation Paperclip was a secret United States intelligence program in which more than 1,600 German scientists, engineers, doctors, and technicians were taken from former Nazi Germany to the U.S. for government employment after the end of World War II in Europe during 1945 through 1959. Conducted by the Joint Intelligence Objectives Agency, it was largely carried out by special agents of the U.S. Army's Counterintelligence Corp. Not to mention, many of these personnel were former leaders of the Nazi party. In August 1945, Colonel Holger Toftoy, head of the Rocket Branch of Research and Development Division of the U.S. Army's Ordnance Corps, offered one-year contracts to the rocket scientists, and 127 of them accepted. A month later, the hmm. first group... Yeah, isn't that crazy? 120... They're like, fuck yeah, I'm out. That's a good way to get away with war crimes and not yeah. have to... Yeah. Die pay for what you did a month later the first group of seven rocket scientists and aerospace engineers arrived at fort strong 
located on Long Island in Boston Harbor, including Werner von Braun. Our boy. Bad person. Bad person. We've talked about him before. In 1977, Anglia TV in the UK broadcast, an edition of its popular science report, uncovered a story so colossal it would change the world. The episode was titled Alternative 3 and began with an investigation into a string of mysterious disappearances amongst top scientists. What they mentioned was nothing short of spectacular. The scientists the show discovered had been recruited into a top-secret space program designed to build a base on Mars in anticipation of a forthcoming ecological catastrophe on Earth. Anglia TV was immediately bombarded with calls from alarmed viewers. The alarm was completely unwarranted, they were told, because like Orson Welles' War of the World in 1938, Alternative 3 was in fact a hoax. People flipped out. Yeah, it sounds like it. I mean, I could relate. All the toilet paper would be gone instantly. Could they keep showing small glimpses of reality, though, in these things? That goes back to, like, Operation Mockingbird and all the things that you see in movies and TV being some sliver of truth. Mm-hmm. It's reasonable. It's all connected. We can't jettison off the planet without talking about Edward Snowden. That's that guy. Edward Joseph Snowden is a former computer intelligence consultant who leaked highly classified information from the NSA in 2013 when he was an employee and subcontractor for the CIA. Sly devil. His disclosures revealed numerous global surveillance programs, many that were run by the NSA with the cooperation of telecommunications companies and European governments, as well as files from NASA. Some of these NASA files even showed the documents of non-terrestrial officers and starship vessels' names and numbers. On June 21, 2013, the United States Department of Justice unsealed charges against Snowden of two counts of violating the Espionage Act of 1917 and theft of government property. This led the Department of State to revoke his passport and two days later after flying into Moscow, Russian authorities saw his cancelled passport and he was restricted to the airport terminal for over one month. Yo, it's like it's like Tom Hanks. I was gonna say it's that Tom Hanks movie. <laughs> but, but can you imagine getting charged for something that was written 104 years before that? <laughs> the thing about Edward Snowden is you could look at him and say he's a criminal, he's this or that. Or you could look at him and say he's a hero. I prefer to look at him as kind of a hero because he let us know. He let U.S. citizens know that our government, he let us know things that we pretty much already knew already, but he let us know that our government was doing some shady shit and they were doing it against their own citizens. A lot of people will vilify him and say, you know, he wasn't supposed to do that. He shouldn't have done that. It's about securing secrets of the United States and stuff like that, but... It'd be a whole different thing if he was releasing information saying the U.S. has been spying on Russia or the U.S. has been spying on China or letting go of any of that type of information. But he directly said the United States is spying on you, its own citizens. It's working actively against its own citizens. So Snowden is one of those figures that'll go down in history as one or the other. 
I agree with you completely. I get where people are coming from when they vilify him and say, you know, he shouldn't have done that, that wasn't right, but I think people did have the right to know. What I wasn't aware of that he had seen those NASA files showing the documents of non-terrestrial officers and spaceships and shit like that, I was not aware of any of that. Do you want to talk mm. about that for a second? Please, please. We'll get a little bit later on some other stuff with it, because we're going to get into the inevitable... We're going to continue talking about Nazis. You know, <laughs> think about seeing an Excel spreadsheet with names that are affiliated with Admiral and like Navy, Navy ranks and stuff. And then seeing vessels, they look like they might be ships, but they're not aircraft carrier. Like most like the ones mm. out, out, out here, like CVN in the ocean, nothing in the yeah. ocean. It's Star Trek. Just these vessels. I've never seen. I'm sure the documents are out there. I'm sure you can see them. I've never actually looked at them, but I know that it's a lot of lines of different people, all based on different ships and different yeah. size ships, too. You're talking like battle cruisers and it's Battlestar Galactica. Shit. That's the continued cover up from the government. You did hear that Edward went and released this information about the NSA spying on Americans and wiretaps and all this other shit. But that information as it regards to space vessels and space officers and all these other different things that do sound very science fiction were buried and they were not exposed. Nobody talked about that. Nope. If you were to ask the average person, hey, what do you know about the stuff that Edward Snowden let go, that he released, that he disclosed to the American people, what do you know about it? I would say there's a half a percentage of people that would say there was a secret space program file as a part of that disclosure. Mm -hmm. It's really interesting because you're seeing something, like you said, it's, it's completely science fiction to us. I think I've mentioned it before. I think we mentioned it in... Um, Majestic 12, but there's a documentary that talks very deeply about this whole thing and above Majestic. I don't I don't think it's on Hulu anymore, but I think you can buy it if you have Amazon Prime, I think you can watch it. But it's really interesting, really deep. You're going to get into it and be like, "Whoa." But they talk a little bit more in depth about their non-terrestrial officers and they're talking making claims of not only starships but us having bases on the moon and then bases on Mars already and other bodies in the solar system there's just so much that is buried if, if he just found that and then there's the claim of the governments of the planet are in contact with at least 66 different species of extraterrestrial there was that claim hmm. then you're talking about okay this makes a little bit more sense if there's a nefarious presence and then a presence that's very peaceful and just is there for our development it's interesting it's wild you can't think that if there are all these alien civilizations that exist throughout the galaxy and the universe, that all of them are going to be beneficial to us and they're all going to come in peace. There's definitely going to be a level of malevolence out there and there has to be. Look at humans. Well, yeah, I mean, that's probably why they're poking around us. If tomorrow we became interplanetary and we went to a planet and we saw a lesser developed set of beings... Our first instinct would be make contact, take over, utilize resources, and take everything from them. It's the sad truth. I mean, this is a deep subject. Look at what we did to Native Americans. Hmm. Just look at the history of what humans do. We rape, pillage, and conquer and eradicate other people. Happened. So imagine if there was another race of extraterrestrials that we encountered that were less advanced than us. Like less advanced? 
if we showed up to a planet tomorrow and it was rich with gold and silver and fucking diamonds, uranium, we would land, line them all up, we would shoot them in the back of the head into a huge ditch, and we would start mining the next mm -hmm. day. The same day, probably. That's what we do. Yeah, the same day, exactly. We can't go through any real sort of peacetime for more than 20 years as a species. No, it's kind of the sick thing that's like embedded into our DNA. That's 20 years as the U.S. goes. We can't avoid a war for more than 20 years, but imagine all the European countries, all the African countries, all the other places that U.S. citizens are not exposed to every single day in the news. There's eradication of entire villages, entire towns going on that we don't mm -hmm. know about. You know, there's war factions, there's child soldiers. <laughs> I mean, there's fucking atrocities on this planet every fucking day. Coney 2012. Yeah, Coney none that you know about. None that you know about because you're not going to see it in any of the mainstream media. I mean, I'm sure there's some where you can, some places mm -hmm. where you can find the awful things that are happening on this planet. And it's so wild because we're such a small little ball. I don't want to sound crazy, but it's entirely possible that there is some type of war that we don't know about. Because why would we? We got people on this planet that think it's flat. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> There's black ops operations that are going on that we don't know about. SEAL teams going out and assassinating people. And that's just from our end. I mean, there's whole entire private militaries, you know, that that aren't even government funded, securing and fulfilling their own personal agendas. And like we've said, that'll never reach the news. That'll never reach the media. Militias that are paid by CEOs of companies to go and kill a bunch of people in a uranium mine so that they can take over. You know, it's like we do amazingly grotesque things as a human race. Now, take that mentality and imagine that there is another race out there somewhere in the universe that is exactly the same or more violent. More violent. Yeah. And now they are interplanetary and they are able to travel between galaxies and travel between planets and travel between, you know, anywhere in the universe and space and time. What would be the first thing they would do? They would find a planet. They would see we could wipe these guys out with one rocket or one missile or one laser beam or whatever other weapons they possess and we'd be done. I mean, it's nice to think that there is some sort of extraterrestrial out there that is trying to keep us safe and trying to help us become better. But on the other end of it, there's definitely some other race out there that is thinking about taking over our planet, if they haven't already, in secret. Mm. Mm. That's a good point. We'll get into it. Russia later granted Snowden the right of asylum with an initial visa for residence for one year, which was subsequently repeatedly extended where he currently resides. In October 2020, he was ultimately granted permanent residency in Russia. Edward, if you're listening to this, we would love you as a guest. How baller would that be? It yeah, would be amazing. Would be sweet. Let's get into one of the biggest proponents of the secret space program, Mr. Corey Good. He identifies as an intuitive empath with precognitive abilities. Corey Good was recruited through one of the MyLab programs at the young age of six. Good trained and served in the MyLab program from 1976 to 1986 or 87, somewhere around there. Towards the end of his time in MyLab program, he was assigned to an IE support role for a rotating Earth delegacy shared by secret government groups in a human-type ET Super Federation Council. 
Wow. What is MyLab, you ask? Well, it's a term coined for the military abduction of a person that indoctrinates and trains them for any number of military black ops programs. Isn't that kind of along the lines of what we were talking about with the Montauk project? Wouldn't the Montauk base be a MyLab? It was, yes. Montauk project was definitely mentioned in a lot of the research that I saw on this when it came to the MyLab stuff. Yeah, especially when you know that within the Montauk Project, there was the Montauk Boys, which were young kids that were abducted and put through the Montauk Project for ESP or remote viewing or whatever else they were. It seems pretty fitting. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's definitely along the same lines here. Good's IE abilities played an important role in communicating with non-terrestrial beings as part of one of the secret space programs. During his 20-year service, he had a variety of experiences and assignments including the Intruder Intercept Interrogation Program. IIIP, huh. Hmm, that sounds interesting. The 20 and back stuff is crazy. Hearing people talk about that, and Corey Good is, he's the number one guy that's expressed himself as, you know, I've done the 20 and back. I think he said he's done it twice. What? Wow. They do age regression. Yeah. That's what they say. Like, yeah, you like go back to being six years old and they put you mm-hmm. back in some sort of space time and there you are. We should maybe do a 20 and back short little episode for our Patreon subscribers when that starts up. I'd love to get into 20 and back as maybe like a little bonus episode for sure. Hell yeah, because yeah, there's, a, there's a lot to it, and I think we can definitely pop an episode out. So that's something to look forward to. Alex Jones mentions in a quote, quote, Look, I don't know that 90% of the nation... <laughs> I, I don't even know his voice. Oh. It's too, it's too gra- gravelly. I can't do it. You haven't smoked enough oh, cigarettes and screamed for 45 years yet. Yeah, I gotta scream more. Alex Jones mentions in a quote, Look, I know that 90% of the NASA missions are secret, and I've been told by high-level NASA engineers that you have no idea there is so much stuff going on. He always says stuff like that. Yeah. How does he have all these contacts? I need to know. Who's coming you don't to even Alex know. Jones? You don't even know. There's you more than you'll ever know. <laughs> you don't even know. Let me tell you. Yeah. Jones went on to add that clearly... They don't want us looking into what is happening. Every time probes go over, they turn them off. So he's talking about the ISS or... Yeah, I would imagine when you're watching any live feed, anything that you're not supposed to see off picture. It is interesting. Suspect. There are times you can search, maybe not YouTube, but BitChute, definitely. You could search throughout videos of ISS feeds. They do go black but right before they go black, you can see something in the distance, maybe a, a ship or maybe some sort of space debris, but you do see it. And then, coincidentally, the feed cuts out. I've seen stuff like that, yep. Yeah, Jones might be onto something here. So if you're interested in seeing any of those videos, one of them I saw, Jesus, they were doing a video of some astronaut outside the ISS doing some work and just like in the peripherals of the camera, like off to the side, you see this massive ship and i'm not sure if it's photoshopped i'm not sure if somebody messed with the video but it's definitely a ship it's not space debris it's not some sort of rock it's not any other part of the iss it's not it's nothing it's not a satellite that is a fucking ship 
I would love to point you to the right resource to watch that video, but uh, I don't have it. Just go down that uh, hole. Yeah, go yep. down that rabbit hole. Do your due diligence. Oh, here we go, boys. All right, well, let's talk about Nazis, I guess. <laughs> Don't sound so sad. I guess that's what we do here. Yeah. Len Kasten reveals in his novel, Dark Fleet, that a Nazi reptilian faction had infiltrated the United States government, their secret space program, and created slave colonies throughout the solar system. Not only that, he also claims that the Nazis did not really lose World War II at all. They made it appear that way in order to divert attention from the alliance between the Fourth Reich and the race of aliens known as the Reptilians, which is an ancient galactic civilization obsessed with conquest and domination. After the German surrender in 1945, the Nazi Reptilian Alliance infiltrated the US military industrial complex. Can you imagine if they just shafted all of Germany and hightailed it to Antarctica and Argentina? I hate to bring it up, and I know it's going to be an episode that eventually we will have to get into, and I am, uh, I'm not really excited about it, but it kind of brings up the notion of Holocaust denial. So if you think about Holocaust denial, there are people that really believe that the Holocaust never happened. If you relate it to the information that is happening here between the Nazi reptilian races and whatnot, is it possible that those people who were taken from their families and taken from their homes and that realistically died in, in death camps, could they have been put on spaceships and taken off world to become these slaves? But what about all the people that are documented that you can see in photographs and video and accounts? Of I don't want to dive into Holocaust denial because it's not something. No. I, spoiler alert. It's not something that I believe in. But it does it does <laughs> coincide. It, it does coincide with the fact of if there was an evil obsessed with conquest and domination race out there that they made alliances with, it would make sense of the reason why there would be that much mass murder. Mm if that was somebody who was taking over technology for our terms. Yeah. And like you said earlier in the episode, we have some shitty tendencies, but there's definitely civilizations out there that are far worse. Yeah. It's a weird kind of parallel, if you really look at it, that maybe if you believe that the Nazis never really lost the war and there was some sort of connection to a reptilian race and there is, I mean, it's a lot of what ifs, but... And yeah. there is some other slave colony on another planet that's working tirelessly. Like, where would they get those people? It would make sense that at least some of that population that was taken could be part of those slave colonies on other planets. Could be. If you look at the overall numbers, let's let's just look at the most the most well known number of six million. Even if five million of those people were put into camps here, if you took one million of those people off planet, that's still one million people that could be part of a slave colony working for Draco reptilians. Mm. It's obviously abstract thought. Very. Like I said, I'm not going to dive into that right now, but it's a wild abstract thought, yes. Hushlings will return after this short message. Hushlings, I'm Declassified Dave. I'm Slick Frank Sanders. And I'm Mystery Mike. Come take a stroll with us as we walk the dusty roads of Utah and hop the fence into Skinwalker Ranch. 
It has been recognized as one of the most scientifically studied paranormal hotspots on the planet. We'll be breaking down all the bizarre phenomena of the property, including UFO sightings, cattle mutilations, and the skinwalkers themselves. Join the Hush Hush Society Conspiracy Hour for Debriefing 33 Skinwalker Ranch, streaming Monday, October 4th. Hey there, Hush Puppies. Mystery Mike here. We're ecstatic to have you as members of the Hush Hush Society and to receive your continued support into year two. We're always trying to improve to make our debriefings more enjoyable for you. It would help us immensely to have your input. Simply leave our show a rating and let us know how we're doing and what we can do better. You can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Podcast Addict, Podchaser.com, or even on our website, HushHushSociety.com. Thank you for making the Hush Hush Society Conspiracy Hour what it is today, and we can't wait to show you what we have in store. Be well, Hushlings. Welcome back to the Hush Hush Society Conspiracy Hour. Again, mentioning Operation Paperclip, which enabled Nazis and their reptilian partners to infiltrate the U.S. military industrial complex, including NASA and the CIA. They have interstellar spaceports in Antarctica and on Mars. They're based on the moon and their alien technologies, including nanotechnology, anti-gravity propulsion, mass mind control, and hyperdimensional teleportation capabilities. That is wild stuff right there. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Like, even if one of those things was real, that is... It'd still be my Yeah, it's yeah. still <laughs> out there. It's just crazy, crazy. Well, nanotechnology is something that we're playing with right now anyways, so, I mean, that's kind of... Yeah, and mass mind control is totally on board. Like, that's, that's a thing. That happens every day in the media. Yeah, exactly. So who's to say that... Draco reptilians can't be doing the same thing. But that did start around... Well, like MK Ultra stuff? Yeah, it was that started in the 50s, you know? So, I mean, it's around the same time when a lot of this stuff was happening. Yeah, it does make sense. It lines up with the timing. That's why I say there's a lot of connections to this being a good good bit of truth in it. But we'll, we'll get that stuff. The Nazis and reptilians removed their political opponents, such as the Kennedys. Can you imagine if it was reptilians <laughs> and Nazis that actually popped off JFK? Kennedy was another alien race. No, bro. Oh my he was god. Just, no, just. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man, can you admit? Oh, I see where you're going with that. <laughs> Shit. Like Kennedy was a plebeian. <laughs> he became the president of the United States, and the reptilians were like, "No, that can't happen." You keep going back, and you keep making ties to this. There's different sparks this whole hmm. thing and they all come from different places but it, it all kind of spider webs back to itself it's very cyclical i truly believe this is something that obviously you think of over the course of four seasons of debriefings that the nazis are the start of all conspiracies <laughs> dude something happened or a lot of things happened and yeah it, a lot of it comes back to to the third reich a lot of it comes back to Nazis, unfortunately. Yeah. It's crazy. That's why I love doing those paranormal encrypted episodes, because there's, like, no Nazi yeah. stuff involved. Wait until we get to the Nazi cryptids. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, my God. <laughs> space dogs with Adolf Hitler mustaches. Oh. <laughs> Nazi whales. Nazi whales. Whale helm. Uh. 
Whale. Whale helm. It makes sense. I mean, the Nazis were ahead of their time when it came to technology, especially rocket technology. I mean, that's why we took all their scientists. They knew something. Yeah. They were worlds ahead. And that's the thing. It puts that yeah. that little seed of what if into the back of your head. Because mm-hmm. we as the United States, we thought that we were the greatest, especially with World War One, World War Two, and afterwards, that we had the brightest minds and we had this and we had that. Yeah, their tanks were superior, their oh, yeah. Their rifles were superior. Yeah. Like they they were superior in pretty much every way besides like manpower. I think it really boils down to pure chance that we overtook them if we overtook them, you know? Yeah, but that also brings up the question, did we overtake them? Like we said. Yeah. Did they really lose? Did they not just rebrand? Did they rebrand to become NASA? See, that's the thing about Operation Paperclip. They came in, they were seated in everything. Germany was already, not saying that Germany had contact with these beings then, but Germany was already trying to take over Europe in World War I. And all of these countries were using chemical warfare already, if not biological warfare. Yeah. You can go back to like Germanic tribes. They do a funny joke of it in Monty Python where they're flinging animals over and shit. Yeah. But like they would fling dead bodies over castle walls so people would get sick. If you already have a group of people like the way Germany was in the early 1900s and the late 1800s, they're already thriving on domination. So you have an interdimensional species that just pops in hmm. and says, hey, why don't you use this symbol that's on other uh, things? Tilt it sideways, throw it here, do this, do that, and then take over the fucking world and uh, also kill a bunch of people on the process. Like you were proposing, sucking some of those people up into space and using them. There's a big difference, though, if you look at the way that the war was fought and the reasoning behind it with World War One versus World War Two. Very different. There's obviously a 20 some odd year difference. Obviously technology gets better and whatever, but look at the way that the Huns or Germany fought World War One versus the way that they fought and the reasoning behind what they fought in World War Two. Vastly different. They were trying to build territory yeah, they were trying to spread. So maybe in thinking of spreading their dominance, maybe it wasn't so much we should take over the world and flaunt it and be in the public eye and have Nazi flags covering every country in the world. Maybe it was just now we're going to move into the shadows and control everything without being in the spotlight. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they have the technology. Yeah, bringing it back to that shadow government because you can do a lot more and you can be a lot more effective from behind the curtain than in front of it. It's a scary thought. It is. This is a very, very scary thought. Like I said, like we've just proposed, say Kennedy was assassinated and then it moved more of them in because obviously fuck due process at that point you shot him. He's dead. It puts their pawns and their people into policy-making positions in post-war America and infiltrating all the aerospace companies, banks, media, the government itself, including, obviously, NASA. We talked about the CIA. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much taking over the world, in my Especially point. with the CIA. You know, we mentioned the CIA and how Germans infiltrated the CIA. Well, what was Kennedy's plan for the CIA? To completely get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Interesting stuff, boys. Very scary, like Frank said. It's also said that the so-called Nazi Reptilian Alliance would use their power, wealth, and influence to launch a mining and manufacturing operation on Mars and Ceres, forming colonies there and elsewhere in the solar system. And more shockingly, they have used thousands of human slaves, 
easily transported in their spaceships for both work and sexual exploitation. How about them apples, huh? That's some bad apples. The sexual exploitation stuff, though, seems a little off-brand. Why is that too much? I'm not saying it's too much. I just think it. if you really look at the overall... It just doesn't line up. Yeah, just look at the overall, like... At least if if this information is correct and we're looking at this and, and we're taking it as what it is. World domination, wiping out, eradicating the human race, controlling things. I don't know. Just maybe it goes along with taking over, impregnating human hosts or whatever. But maybe not exploitation, maybe part of sexual experimentation for sure. Yeah. Maybe possibly. that was a better word. Human reptilian hybrids. Mike, did you say something about Mark Zuckerberg? <laughs> Zuctilians? Were you just talking about the Zuck? I was, I was talking about the Zuctilians. Well, think, think about this. What about all the video, not saying any of it is real, but all the videos that you see people blinking and they have the lizard pupil and then it blinked back? I don't know about any of that. You see that one picture in one video of like a convention where you see that guy that looks oddly weird i don't know there's like a lot of those like weird shape shifty little video things but i think they're all just catch of the camera i'm not saying reptilians aren't real i've seen a lot of those videos and i've the the ones that i see i think to myself this could have easily been photoshopped or altered it's easy to fake things now yeah deep fake stuff but we had talked about that briefly in one of our previous debriefings about those reptilians showing up on TV screens and whatnot. But I would more say that, like you said, it's more probably just something with the camera or somebody fucking with video. And I think I even said it before. I doubt that reptilians, let's say that they've been running the country for the past 80 years or something or running the world for the past 80 years, I doubt that all of a sudden they're just going to start showing themselves. Yeah, even if it's by accident. Yeah, exactly. exactly. If they've been here on the planet for God knows how long, got their grimy little fingers into mankind, and they've been taking positions of power for who knows how long. Mm, I grimy, mean, grimy big fingers. Those things are like supposed to be like 15 <laughs> feet tall, man. Jesus. A sausage. You know, so yeah, I, I just think they would be a little bit better at hiding themselves and not be so uh, obvious and loose with their appearance. Maybe their interdimensional stuff or their morph capabilities, maybe it's not perfect yet. It's wearing off. Maybe it's a spray. Maybe they're technologically advanced to come here and do all these other things, but maybe that technology for them is still on the fringe. It reminds me of this old Charlie Sheen movie. I believe it was like a 90s movie where these aliens hid inside of human skins and the skin had a time limit to it before they the had arrival. to reapply. It was it Arrival? Yeah. 1996. Yeah. yeah. But very, very crazy movie if you've never seen Arrival. This closely links to what we're talking about, but very interesting movie. Well, the US-led secret space program has its own fleet of spaceships. The Solar Warden Space Armada, which patrols the edges of the solar system and poses a growing threat to the Nazi fleet. Now, could this be why we're making our own Space Force? Just on the 28th of August, they announced a, quote, Guardians program for the Force. Ah, fucking Space Program, man. Space Force is weird. I didn't even yeah. know that was still going on. Oh, it's still going. Because, <laughs> well, I mean, they made an amazing 
show on Netflix. <laughs> it, it is <laughs> very just funny. Just mocking the shit out of it. Yeah, it was yeah. hilarious. Think about it. And if they're announcing, join our Guardian program. And then there's also this new civilian-based program that they're using, I think, SpaceX rockets, where they're bringing civilians up into space. That's private funding. But I don't think Elon Musk is, is working with reptilian aliens and Nazis. But you never know. You know. Oh man! Yeah. Look what he yeah, named his fucking son, Xenon fucking X Y equals four. This, this video <laughs> the other day, and it it really got me to start questioning Elon Musk as an individual. If you look at his past and where he's at now, and all the things he's accomplished, and where the things that he's accomplished are going, he takes the form of a modern potential supervillain. If you really look at it, he has the capabilities of being some crazy-ass comic book type supervillain. And if he were to be under the influence of Nazi Draco reptilians, like, that could be a very, very, very bad thing. I don't think he is. You don't think so? No. Why not? Because if they have... Why would they need his technology if they already have their spaceships? Influence on Earth. Here's the thing. Maybe it's veiled. It's just like any UFO crash that the Americas have encountered when it comes to S4 or Area 51, where they are slowly giving technology to Elon Musk and saying, okay, this is how you're going to set up the guidance system for your rockets to land themselves. This is how you're going to set this up so that the average person looking at what Elon Musk and SpaceX is doing is just a slow rollout of like, wow, that's that's a pretty innovative technology. That's cool. If Elon all of a sudden came out tomorrow and said, okay, SpaceX now has an anti-gravitational engine, we would be like, what the fuck? Where, how? How? What? True. true. We would definitely question the shit out of that. But if 15 years in the future, Elon says, look, we've been working on some gravitational stuff since 2021. And finally, we have an anti-gravitational engine. Then, okay, you look at it. Okay, time has passed. They've been working on this thing for 15 or so years, whatever. Makes sense. It is possible that if there is some sort of alien backing to what SpaceX and Elon is doing, that they wouldn't just come out and say, oh, here's a ship that can go from this galaxy to the next in a blink of an eye. They're going to give it to them slow. They're going to let them release it slow so that it's an acclimation to the human race. I think that's really what it boils down to when it comes to a lot of this UFO disclosure and UIP disclosure stuff and the Galactic Federation and ev- everything regarding this. I think it's really just a slow rollout so that humans can get used to these ideas. They can get used to the idea, okay, yeah, we can land our own rockets now and they don't have to have parachutes attached to them. That's cool. Oh, yeah. Well, scientists have been working on the Large Hadron Collider and working on dark matter and, and blah, blah, blah for years and years. If you keep looking at all these scientific breakthroughs, they are slow rolling, but they're ramping up. They're ramping up towards something. And mm-hmm. maybe it is one of those situations where the government one day will just be like, you know that we have this, you know that we have that, and you guys are all used to this. So here's something that would have been big 20 years ago if we had told you, but now it's just every day. Mm -hmm. look at the uap disclosure look at the videos that come out where the government pretty much says ufos are real nobody blinked a fucking eye about it yeah nobody blinked an eye about it 
So if in five or ten years the government comes out and says, we've made contact with aliens, they won't say we've already had a pre-existing relationship with them, but they will say, yeah, we made contact with them and they're awesome, they're here peacefully, they're trying to help us advance and blah blah blah, and then all of a sudden, you saw an explosion of technology. People would, would pass it off like nothing. See, the only thing that's keeping that from happening is money. But money's not real. Well, no, it's not, but you would wipe out every industry that's dominating the earth right now. That is true, but look at the most powerful. We're not talking about the one percenters here. We're talking about the 0.00025 percenters, the ones that control everything. And money doesn't matter because money isn't fucking real. They just control all the resources. They control everything else. Money is nothing. Money is for peasants. At At a certain level, yeah, money is nothing. If those people, the people that you don't know exist, that control everything have control of this alien technology and these upper advancements of technology, they don't care if entire manufacturing businesses or mining businesses or any technological businesses go under. They don't care. Why would they care? They already have this technology. They already have this stuff. The average businessman, even on that on, on a lower level, doesn't give a fuck about his competitors. So why would these people care? Mm. They don't care about collapsing an economy. What's an economy? Economy doesn't matter. The economy is based in money. And money, again, doesn't matter. Yeah. No, good point. Some of the folks that have claimed to be part of the 20 and back program, which were age regression programs, revealed the advanced human technology and our space armada that is a counterbalance to the Nazi dark fleet. Like we said, I I think it could be just fucking whack or it's entirely possible. (laughs) (laughs) It's a very interesting prospect. Well, let's dive into our final thoughts. David, what do you think about the secret space program? I think with all the things that we just talked about and all of the, I guess you could call it evidence of different ties to different things, it's entirely possible that there is a secret space program, that there could be a galactic war. If we're a species that wars with itself, there's definitely species out there that war with other species. So I think it's entirely possible. If you're talking about the notion that Germany was floating around in U-boats and we were using pre-World War II submarines in the 30s and flying around and, and we have colonies on the moon, there's claims of these folks that have been in the 20 and back that say that they go to the lunar base and It's almost like what we talked about in the Philadelphia experiment. The base isn't there, and then all of a sudden it appears. So there's a lot of things that people talk about. And then there's all these doctored footage, obviously doctored by NASA. But you see some of these weird photos. You've guys seen the photo of the Mars rover recently where it looks like there's an astronaut working on it? (laughs) I haven't seen this (laughs) No. You can see like the shadow, the sun behind it. And it looks like an arm and a helmet and almost like the reflection of somebody actually standing there doing maintenance. Could that be a slip up? of them not covering things. There's a lot of things on the moon that are photoshopped out that are very suspect. So in my mind, there's a couple different points to it. If there is some nefarious, dark purposed fleet and it's the Nazis that did that, then maybe that's how they snuck out through Antarctica, but it was through spaceships. Who the fuck knows? Them losing the war and all the other stuff. Uh, I don't know, but with this, It's entirely possible that at least the United States definitely has some type of extraplanetary space force for many years. And like you said, doing like little soft openings and giving you a taste of what's going on. So my final thoughts on this, I I think that this 
maybe not all the things we talked about, but I think this is entirely possible that this is going on behind our backs. And the whole UAP thing with flying saucers is just kind of like a, yeah, that's old tech. We've dealt with new tech. So you're, we're going to show you some old technology just to slow it down. I think that this is probably real. I'm kind of split with this whole space program thing. I think there is some information that merits a sliver of truth to it. I do think that the government has some sort of advanced space program to the extent of having maybe a moon base. That is very possible, especially with, quote, satellites that they send up into space every day and rockets that take off and different components could easily be sent to the moon with a little more advancement in our space travel kind of goes back to something that Dave just said where you do see old technology the planes that, that you travel in commercially technology that you see that the military has as far as jets and planes and stuff that is all stuff that is quote old there is more advancement that the government has at top secret levels i mean it's without a doubt i would imagine that nasa and or spacex and or the military have some sort of upper atmosphere space travel technology that they are withholding from the public and it makes it a little easier to travel in space than they are making it seem maybe that's the reason that we haven't gone back to the moon so they say is that not necessarily that we don't have the technology, but now we have something there to hide. As far as the secret space program, I think it's partially true. Do I think Draco reptilians are in charge? Probably not. There's a slim chance of that. Do I think Nazis had more advanced technology and may have slipped their way into the US and into different parts of the world? Absolutely. I said that in previous debriefings. I really do believe that somewhere along the lines, they control something. Whether it's the world, uh, not so sure, but maybe small parts of the world. But I don't know. As far as Secret Space Program, I'm going to go with partially true, but maybe not to the extent that others have said. No slave civilizations on other planets. <laughs> yeah, I would say the Galactic Federation thing might be a stretch, but you know, when we're talking about technology, I think that's probably true. That's that was the point I was getting at. Frank, final thoughts. Frank's final thoughts. I 100% believe that there is more than we've been led to know in terms of space exploration and space technology. I would completely agree with you. I think it's a pretty slim chance that Draco reptilians are behind it. I think the most solid evidence of this is that bit of information that Edward Snowden released. If that is true, then I do not have any sliver of doubt that a secret space program is real because this man had everything to lose and to lie about something like that really makes no sense. Not only that, but the cutout of camera feed from the ISS, you know, where you can see a couple of frames of an object coming in into the frame of view right before they cut it out. That definitely seems really suspicious and points towards them trying to cover something up. Just like the answer to the question as to why we don't go back to the moon, you make an excellent point. Why wouldn't we go back to the moon unless there was something there to hide? Now, even though I'm pretty sure Nazis made their way into NASA and into the industrial space complex sort of position, 
That's not me saying that I think that they're definitely carrying out some sort of Fourth Reich agenda, but that also doesn't completely cancel out that that idea that that could possibly be happening. So there, there's kind of a lot of stuff up in the air with my opinion with the secret space program. By no means do I deny it, but I don't really have a firm stance on whatever agenda or motive is being carried out with it. Hmm. That's the one thing about this debriefing that's a little tough is that there's a lot of information here that you really got to look at and say, what if? There's not a whole lot that is factually based about this, so it's kind of hard to build a foundation to stand on. I think that's one of the tougher things about this debriefing is that a lot of it is kind of uh, hearsay if you will. Well, it's based off of what, yeah, people mm-hmm. are saying they went through or seen or anything like that. There's no definitive physical proof. You have one guy that's literally said he's been brought back 20 years twice. That, again, I think is something that we're going to have to dive into is the 20 and back program, but that's for another day. Uh, I think that's going to do it for debriefing 32, the secret space program. What do you think, Hushlings? Did we miss anything? Was there any information that we just didn't get out there? Did we fudge it up completely? Did we have a failure to launch? (laughs) Reach out to us. Hit us up at contact at hushhushsociety.com or even at the website. You can leave us a review or drop us a comment at hushhushsociety.com. Be sure to tune in for Debriefing 33. We'll be covering Skinwalker Ranch. It'll be streaming everywhere Monday, Mm. October 4th. And thank you again, Hushlings, for making us the Hush Hush Society Conspiracy Hour. I'm Declassified Dave. And I'm Mystery Mike. And I'm Slick Frank Sanders. Over and out. Until our next debriefing, remember, the best kept secrets are hidden in plain sight.